0: Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Numbers, last time we read Numbers chapter 23, we were reading about Balaam and Balak. Now remember, Balaam is the prophet, Balak, who sometimes I know I say the name differently, but I try to say Balak all the time. But nonetheless, um, Balak is the king of Moab, right? So here we're going to kind of read the last of the story that is specifically about Balaam and Balak right now, okay? So this is Numbers chapter 24. Remember that in previous chapters, Balak, the king of Moab, is trying to get Balaam to come and curse the children of Israel. But God has already said he's not going to curse them. Balaam is not going to be able to curse them. And Balaam is just pursuing this great reward that the king of Moab had promised him. So he's been tempted and drawn into this uh he's basically trying to weave I would say he's trying to weave a web of deceit to still get this money even though he knows and God has told him he cannot curse the children of Israel and that's what the king of Moab wanted he wanted Balaam to come and curse the children of Israel so that he would be able to go out against them and defeat them so this is numbers chapter 24 I am reading in the Amplified Bible. When Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go as he had done each time before superstitiously. Now this says in brackets superstitiously, okay? To seek almonds and signs in the natural world. But he set his face toward the wilderness, and Balaam raised his eyes, and he saw Israel living in their tents tribe by tribe, and the Spirit of God came on him. He took up his third discourse oracle and said, The oracle of Balaam, the son of Baor, and the oracle of the man whose eye is opened at last to see clearly the purpose and will of God, the oracle of one who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, falling down, but having his eyes open and uncovered. How fair are your tents, O Jacob, and your tabernacles, O Israel, like valleys that stretch out, like gardens beside the river, like aloes planted by the Lord, like cedars beside the waters. Water, that is great blessings, will flow from his buckets, and his offspring will live by many waters. And his king will be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. Now, just so you know, the king Agag, they have a note here that is, it was the title of the Amalekite kings, and here it represents the kingdom of the Gentiles. The Amalekites at that time were the most powerful of all the desert tribes, so... We want to mention that here, just so you'd see this in reference to that Agag doesn't mean much to us unless you read that and understand, saying his king will be will be much higher than Agag, who is the Amorite, the Amalekite king who were the most powerful. So saying that basically saying that they're going to be the most powerful. They're going to be more powerful than these guys and his kingdom shall be exalted. God brought Israel out of Egypt. Israel has strength like the wild ox. He will devour Gentile nations, his adversaries, enemies, and will crush their bones in pieces and shatter them in his arrows. He bowed down to rest. He lies down as a lion, and as a lioness, who dares to rouse him? Blessed of God is he who blesses you, and cursed of God is he who curses you. Then Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he struck his hands together, and Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies, but behold, you have done nothing but bless them these three times. Therefore now flee to your place. I had intended to honor you greatly, but behold, the Lord has held you back from honor. Balaam said to Balak, Did I not tell your messengers whom you had sent to me, even if Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go beyond the command of the Lord to do either good or bad of my own accord. What the Lord speaks, that I will speak. And now look, I am going to my people. Come, I will advise you as to what this people, Israel, will do to your people, Moab, in the days to come. He took up his fourth discourse, oracle, and said, The oracle of Balaam, the son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eye is open, the oracle of him who hears the words of God and knows the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty, Falling down, but having his eyes open and uncovered. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come forth from the descendants of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of the descendants of Israel, and shall crush the forehead of Moab, and destroy all the sons of Sheth. Edom shall be taken as a possession, Mount Seir, Israel's enemies also will be a possession while Israel performs valiantly? One from the descendants of Jacob shall have dominion and will destroy the remnant from the city? Phalaam looked at Amalek and took up his fifth discourse oracle and said, Amalek was the first of the neighboring nations to oppose the Israelites after they left Egypt, but his end shall be destruction. And Balaam looked at the Kenites and took up his sixth discourse, oracle, and said, Strong is your dwelling place, and you set your nest in the cliff. Nevertheless, the Kenites will be consumed. How long will Asher, Assyria, keep you, Israel, captive? Then he took up his seventh discourse, oracle, and said, Alas, who can live unless God has ordained it? But the ships shall come from the coast of Kittim, and shall afflict Asher, Assyria, and Eber, so they, the victors, also will come to destruction. Then Balaam arose and departed and returned to his place, and Balak also went on his way. And that's the end of Numbers 24. And this is the way they end the relationship at this time. They go their separate ways because, of course, Balaam could not curse Israel for Balak. So he could never get that great honor. He could never get paid what he wanted to get paid. And so his efforts, his coming here, was for nothing, except to bless Israel, which from God's point of view, that's fine, but he was here under the wrong pretense, with the wrong motives. And these oracles he gives are from God though. God, the Spirit of God came over him, came on him. And he's talking about the strength of Israel and how Israel will defeat their enemies and this is not what Balak wanted to hear. So, of course, Balak is still not happy. But that is the end of Numbers 24. And it shows, I think it shows the futileness of working against God's plan. That no matter how great you are, or what your reputation is, and how wonderful you think you are, and these men, I think they thought they had power. Now, Balak, to some degree, to be fair, he wanted the Lord on his side to be able to defeat Israel. He wanted to get God on his side, but he couldn't. And while he didn't understand why, he was at least trying in a way. Because he he did know something of God. He knew something. How much, it doesn't really get into. But he knew something of God. He wanted to get God on his side. He knew that Balaam was a man of God, and that if he cursed him, he would have a chance. So he knew without God, he didn't have a chance. And that's a realization that we all need to come to in our lives, that without God, we don't really have a chance to make our life as good and as rich as it should be. Without God in our lives, our life is going to be lacking. We're going to always feel defeated. Look at people who are always depressed and, and down and just feel that life is awful. And I've, I've been through those types of emotions and feelings. So so that's why I speak about this. It's because we're not following God. Even though I believed in God, there was times in my life where I was not following God correctly. And I took on a very negative worldly attitude because I didn't understand some things and those were miserable times where I had a lot of bad thinking and a lot of bad thoughts. And I I feel like Balak here knows something of God, but he's not pursuing this correctly. And Balaam has been drawn off into this. He was just after those material goods, which he of course he did not get what he wanted. And God told him originally, Don't go, don't bother don't do this. But he didn't listen. And how many times do we not listen? We go against God. We don't listen. We do the wrong thing, the thing we know is wrong, and it just leads to trouble and it just leads to futile efforts. Anyway, this has been the end of Numbers chapter 24. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.